الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم هو الذي جعل الشمس ضياء والقمر نورا وقدره منازل لتعلموا عدد السنين والحساب ما خلق الله ذلك الا بالحق يفصل الايات لقوم يعلمون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ما من حافظين يرفع عن الله تعالى يرفعني الى الله تعالى صحيفه فيرى في اولها وفي اخرها خيرا الا قال الله تعالى لملائكته اني اشهدكم اني قد غفرت لعبدي ما بين طرفيها او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam many of us to a very large extent will have acknowledged in this past week or have been exposed on a global or international scale to the acknowledgement of what we refer to as a new year 2021 has come to an end and the year 2022 has started what is the reaction to this what is the acknowledgement of this and more importantly as muslims as people of iman as those who have in front of them the constitution of the quran and the sublime guidelines of our noble master janabir rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam what should our reaction be to this unfortunately ulama ikram mention they say we have what we call a maghloob mentality when a nation is overpowered and when a nation has lost its respect and dignity and it is ruled by others then we find that to a very large extent the mindset the goals the objectives the values of the ghalib nation that which is ruling over them that which is controlling not only their governments but their economies the media etc this has a negative in fact impact upon the maghlub nation that which is overpowered it tends to color their thinking their values and they tend to lose their balance in fact instead of providing guidance from quran and hadith they become the guided 
And in many instances, their actions are totally and completely devoid of logic also. The whole world celebrates New Year. And obviously, they do not have cover in front of them. They do not have Jannat in front of them. They do not have Jahannam in front of them. They do not have this conviction of accountability in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's court. يَعْلَمُونَ ظَاهِرًا مِّنَ الْحَيَاةِ الدُّنْيَا وَهُمْ عَنِ الْآخِرَةِهُمْ غَافِلُونَ Allah Ta'ala says they know the apparent, what is in front of them of the life of this world. When it comes to akhirat, they are ghafil. They don't have the Qur'an. They don't have Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So their reaction is different. And the sad, ironical reality of the situation today is that instead of providing them with the correct direction, we are taking our cue from them. They celebrate New Year. Obviously, just for clarification, we should understand that for us, 1st January or the night of the 31st of December, midnight does not in reality constitute the changing of our year. Our year is Muharram. As an Ummad, we follow the lunar calendar. But the sun belongs to Allah and the moon belongs to Allah. The verse of the Quran from Surah Yunus which I recited in the beginning. Allah Ta'ala says, هُوَ الَّذِي جَعَلَ الشَّمْسَ ضِيَاءَ وَالْقَمَرَ نُورًا وَقَدَّرَهُ مَنَازِلٍ Allah Ta'ala says, it is Allah that created the sun as a bright source of light. Allah created the glowing of the moon. Allah Ta'ala set both these upon set phases. قَدَّرَهُ مَنَازِلٍ لِتَعْلَمُوا عَدَدَ السِّنِينَ وَالْحِسَابِ So that through this, through these phases, through the eclipse, through the movement, through the waxing and waning of the moon, etc. Allah Ta'ala says you are able to calculate the movement of time. And you are able to bring about calculations. In مَا خَلَقَ اللَّهُ ذَلِكَ إِلَّا بِالْحَقِّ Allah has created this with haq, with the truth, not in vain. إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَاتِ لِقَوْمِ كَذَلِكَ يُفَصِّلُ الْآيَاتِ لِقَوْمِ يَعْلَمُونَ In this manner, Allah elucidates His signs for a nation of understanding, for a nation of knowledge. Time is gathered or the movement of time is calculated by the movement of the sun and the moon. So the sun's role in this, the the so-called solar calendar, its role in the calculation of time, in the changing of years, etc., is acknowledged by the Qur'an. And since we are living in a society where at the time of Muharram, when we talk about New Year, people wonder. They look at you with a confused expression on the face. What New Year are you talking about? As an ummah, our New Year is Muharram, but the environment around us affects us to such an extent that we tend to take our cue from the kuffar. We tend to take our cue from those who are not following the constitution of the Qur'an or Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nevertheless, my respected brothers, what is supposed to be the reaction to New Year? One year has passed. A new year has dawned. The people of Batil, the night of the 31st of December is spent in Masiyat. He spent in the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He spent in zina, in sharab, in celebration. 
Behind this is what? Why are they celebrating? Why have the shackles of haya and shame been shed off? They are celebrating human logic tells you you celebrate when you gain something. You celebrate when you've achieved something. The entire psychology of Islam belies this mentality. The movement of time in Islam is not a gain. New year is not a cause for celebration. You haven't gained something. What is the reality? The reality is that you have lost something. One year is gone. Keep in front of us the sublime sage advices of that great sage of Islam, that great pillar of Islam, Imam Hassan Basri, rahimahullah. He says, مَا مِنْ يَوْمٍ Not a single day dawns. إِلَّا وَهُوَ يَقُولُ Except that that day says, يَبْنَ Adam, إِنِّي خَلْقٌ جَدِيدٌ وَأَنَا فِي مَا تَعْمَلْ فِيَّ غَدًا عَلَيْكَ شَهِيدٌ فَعْمَلْ فِيَّ مَا اسْتَطَعْتَ مِنْ خَيْرٌ فَإِنِّي إِنْ ذَهَبْتُ لَنْ أَرْجِعِ إِلَيْكُمْ أَبَدًا The value of time. He says every day, every day that dawns, that day addresses you. And says, O oh, Ibn Adam, O oh, Insan, إِنِّي خَلْقٌ جَدِيدٌ I am a new creation of Allah. Yesterday is lost. Today Allah has given you an extension. Allah has given you a new day. وَأَنَا فِيمَا تَعْمَلْ فِيَّ غَدًا عَلَيْكَ شَهِيدٌ Value me. Why? Because the manner in which you will populate me, the manner in which you will utilize this new day that Allah has given you, غَدًا عَلَيْكَ شَهِيدٌ Tomorrow on the day of judgment, I will be a witness in your favor or I will be a plaintiff against you. فَعْمَلْ فِيَّ مَسْتَطَعْتَ مِنْ خَيْرٍ so exert yourself in amal. Value this new day which Allah has given you. Why? فَإِنِّي إِنْ ذَهَبْتُ لَنْ أَرْجِ إِلَيْكُمْ أَبَدًا Because once I am gone, once I am gone, once the time has passed. And this is the point, my respected brothers. The movement of time is not a gain, it's a loss. We haven't gone one year ahead, we've gone one year backwards. Hassan Basri rahimahullah describes it like this. He says, Al-mawtu ma'akudun minawasikum, wa tutwa miwara'ikum. He says, Mort and death has caught you by your forelocks, it is in front of you. And this life, this precious time which Allah has given you, whether you are 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years of age. How many years have passed? How many days have passed? How many months have passed? How many opportunities to earn your akhirat have passed? How did you spend them? Whatever is gone, are you going to get it back? Whatever was wasted, are you going to be able to utilize it again? Al-mawtu ma'akudun minawasikum, the flag post, the stop point, mort is in front of you. And that is not negotiable. Walakum mi'adu yawm, walakum mi'adu yawm, la tasta'akhirun anhu sa'atan, wala tasta'akhdimun. Allah says there is a promised time, mi'ad. 
There is a yom, there is a time, there is a down to the millisecond, it's already ordained before you were created. Before you even came into this dunya, it's already ordained, the time of your departure, the time of your mort, the time of your death. La tastakhirun No extension will be given to anyone. Every passing moment is valuable. Every passing moment has a price tag on it. Every passing year is an amanat, it is a trust. The passage of time or the milestones by which the movement of time are realized, acknowledged. My respected brothers are not a cause of celebration. Like the poet says, Inna لَنَفْرَحُ بِالْأَيَّامِ نَقْتَعُهَا وَكُلَّ يَوْمٍ مَضَى يُدْنِي مِنَ الْأَجَلِ فَاعْمَلْ لِنَفْسِكَ قَبْلَ الْمَوْتِ مُجْتَهِدًا فَإِنَّمَا الْرِبْحُ وَالْخُسْرَانُ فِي الْعَمَلِ نُجَدِّدْ سُرُورًا بِالْهِلَالِ إِذَا بَدَى وَمَا هِيَ إِلَّا السَّيْفُ لِلْحَتْفِ يَنْتَظِي إِذَا تَمَّ العام فهي كناية وشد he says, Pagal, foolish insan, you are celebrating the passage of time. You get happy. Birthday came, you get happy, you celebrate. New Year has come, you get happy, you celebrate. The best passage of time has become a cause of celebration. Yet, interestingly, someone asks, Kayfa yafrahu bid dunya? Kayfa yafrahu bid dunya? مَنْ يَوْمُهُ يَهْدِمُ سَنَتَهُ وَسَنَتَهُ يَهْدِمُ عَامَهُ وَعَامَهُ يَهْدِمُ أَجَلَهُ كَيْفَ يَفْرَحُ مَنْ يَقُودُهُ عُمْرُهُ إِلَىٰ أَجَلِهِ وَحَيَاتُهُ إِلَىٰ مَوْتِهِ He says, why do you celebrate? Every day has cut off one, a portion of the next month of your life is lost. Every month that moves, the portion of the next year of your life is lost. Every year that passes, a portion of your entire life is lost. How do you celebrate when every moment that you are living is taking you closer to your mouth? How do you celebrate when every moment of this life is taking you to that two foot by four foot hole in the ground? That is what? That is sandukul amal. That is a representative of your actions. That is a representative of how this life was spent. How this time was utilized. My respected brothers, time is a mata. Time is a valuable commodity. More valuable than gold, silver, diamonds, rands, dollars. More valuable than any investment any of us have. The propensity, the bounty, the grace, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala represented in this time which Allah has given us, in this life which Allah has given us, this is our greatest commodity. This is our greatest asset. Preserve this asset. Value this asset. Utilize this asset. Do not waste this asset. Abdullah bin Mubarak, rahimahullah, presented a compilation of ahadith in which there were 40,000 ahadith. 40,000 ahadith. And then he said to his students, there is one hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He said, if you practice on this one hadith, it is as if you have practiced upon the 40,000 ahadith. If you understand the message of this one hadith. So they asked him, what is that hadith? He said, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ni'matan, ni'matan, maghboonun fihima kathirun minan nas. 
He said, there are two bounties of Allah. There are two favors of Allah. There are two great assets which Allah has bestowed humanity with. What is the sad tragedy with regards to this? What is the sad irony with regards to these two assets? He said, majority of my ummah will be oblivious of its value until it is too late. They will not value this. They will not value these two ni'mats until it is too late. Majority. What were the two assets? He said, As-sihhatu wal-faraag. As-sihhatu wal-faraag. As-sihhatu wal-faraag. Kaan kol kar sun lena. Listen with the ears of iman. My Nabi said, My ummah will not value their health till sickness has overtaken them. And my ummah will not value the free time that they have till occupation overtakes them, till eventually moth will overtake them. Till that time, now when moth is staring them in the face, then they will realize how valuable that time was. One, two in the morning sitting in front of that shaitan box looking at zina taking place. Hours and hours spent in front of frivolous football matches and cricket matches and wasteful, wasteful activities that have absolutely no benefit. Hours and hours reading novels, wasting time, getting involved in unnecessary financial expeditions, getting involved in unnecessary deals, utilizing time in this, utilizing time in that. And with what attitude? With what attitude? As if this is a commodity which can be wasted. Waste the time, no problem. When are we going to realize? When are we going to put breaks? When are we going to ask the questions that we are supposed to ask? Even the systems of batil, even the systems of batil, if you look, when one year gets finished and new year starts, they have a financial audit. These big, big business enterprises do not go ahead. We'll see in the newspaper also, we'll see in the media also, 2021, major events, what occurred, what lessons can we learn, what has passed, what mistakes took place, financial Business houses, they have an audit. They draw up balance sheets, they draw up reports. How was the last year spent? What can we do different in the next year? At least take that lesson. 2021 has gone, one year has gone. How was that year spent? Did I please my Allah? Did I go closer to Allah? Is my heart brimming over with the love of Allah in this last year? How many salah became qada? How many salah was away from the masjid? What type of salah am I performing? Am I regular with my fajr salah with jamaat? Am I regular with my five times salah with jamaat? Have I given my time for deen? Am I striving in the path of Allah? What have I done? Has this year been spent in haram, in treachery, in lies, in deceit, in riba? In maiming others, in usurping the rights of others? Or have I spent it in a manner where I was on halal, where I pleased Allah Ta'ala, where I benefited humanity, where I went closer to Allah. Take the order, take the time. Do the reckoning because that day is coming. What did my Nabi say? La tazulu qadama abdin. La tazulu qadama abdin. Like a quagmire, like a magnet. He said your feet will be stuck on the ground on the day of judgment. No one's feet will move. Until four things are going to be asked. Two of it pertinent to what we are talking about. An umrihi fima afna. 
وَأَنْشَابْ شَبَابِهِ فِي مَا أَبْلَاهِ My Nabi said, your feet will be locked on the ground, you will not move till Allah questions you on that day. How was the life spent? How was the time spent? That youth, that health, that time, those opportunities we gave you to earn your akhirat and to earn your jannat, your feet will not move until every second of that time is exposed. How was it utilized? Time is not a commodity that we can afford to waste. Allah's system of hisab is complete. Bala wa rusuluna ladayhim yaktubun. Kiraman katibin, ya'lamuna ma tafalun, ya'lamu khainat al-a'yun, wa ma tukhfi sudur ma yalfidu min qawl, illa ladayhi raqibun atid. How many verses in the Qur'an? Allah says, my angels are with you. Everything is being recorded. Every second, every moment of your life is being recorded and that record will be opened up. On this one verse, ma yalfidu min qawl, every statement you utter, Every statement you utter, مَا يَلْفِذُ مِنْ قَوْلِ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ Except with you, Allah says, رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ My angels are attentive, they are waiting, they are recording. Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, in the tafsir of this verse, what does he say? He says, يُكْتَبْ كُلُّ كَلَامِ ibni Adam مِنْ خَيْرٍ أَوْ شَرٍ حَتَّى كُلَّهُ He says, every word you utter is being written down. Whether good, whether evil, even nonsensical speech, even what has nothing to do with actions that is also being written down. Hatta yuktab, zahabtu, wajitu, waraitu, wa akaltu, wa sharibtu. Somebody said, I ate, I drank, I walked, I talked, I left, I entered, I went out, I saw this. Everything is recorded. Everything is recorded. Big, big industry drew a trial ordered when one year finishes. My respected brothers, that day is coming when this entire youth will be questioned. When this entire life will be questioned. When every moment will be questioned. The movement of time. New year is not a celebration. Time is not advancing. Time is receding. Time is not advancing, time is receding. No one, not you, not I, has gained another year. The fact of the matter, my respected brothers, is that we have lost one year. One year is gone. Take the trouble of going to the graveyard. Take the trouble of standing in front of those graves and look at the plaques. Look at the names, look at the dates, and ask ourselves this question. Allah out of His mercy has given us 2022. Allah out of His mercy has given us another solar calendar year. Next year am I going to be here? How much more opportunity do I think I have? How much longer can I continue with this dushmani and adawat with my Allah? How much longer am I going to stay away from the masjid? How much longer is my duri and distance from the Quran going to continue? How much longer is my tashkil going to be made to go in the path of Allah and I'm going to continue to delay? When am I going to start preparing? How much of this dunya do I need to gather? How much am I clinging on to? How much longer is the ringing of coins going to blind me to the reality of this qabr and this grave? These are the questions that need to be asked. Because one of the greatest, one of the greatest traps one of the greatest traps and machinations 
and bedevilment of Iblis, of Shaitan, ulama tell us, is that when you start asking these questions, Shaitan will not tell you, don't make toba, don't repent, don't change. Shaitan will not tell you when you hear the azan, make toba and rush to the masjid and start regularizing your salah, regularizing your amal. Shaitan will not tell you, don't do that. What will Shaitan tell you? Shaitan will tell you, delay it. Delay it. You got another chance. You got another opportunity. Like what they say in Arabic, the word sofa. Sofa in Arabic means delay. Don't do it now, do it later. You've got a chance. My respected brothers, you and I need to realize we don't have that extension. We don't have that chance. Now, Toba is not something to be delayed. Change is not something to be delayed. New year has come. We have lost one year. This coming year, don't lose it. Don't waste it. Don't think we've got indeterminate time. Now is the time to change. Hazrat Ibrahim Devla Sahib. Daman Barakatuh. He gives one maybe mundane example where he explains this. He says sometimes you set your alarm clock for Fajr Salah. The clock rings. Nowadays, mashallah, with the type of technological advancements, they got a snooze button. And even in that deep sleep, you are conscious of the snooze button. You do a quick mental calculation. There's still 15 minutes left for ikamat. Wuzu, toilet, quickly in my car will take me 5 minutes. I got another 10 minutes, so press the snooze button. Few minutes later, the alarm goes off again. Again, a quick mental calculation. Why? Because what is the problem now that few minutes extra sleep unfortunately is sweeter than the sleep of the whole night also. So you'll press the snooze button again. And if you carry on like that, what happens eventually? That salah becomes qada. What sofa? Shaitan didn't tell you don't go for salah. In fact, shaitan told you set the alarm. Set the alarm. Make the intention. But delay. Delay. What is the harms of delay? Azamah in his haya to sahaba. He mentions one incident of the Banu Abs tribe. Wabisa, Abdullah bin Wabisa al-Abasi radiallahu ta'ala narrates that in Mina, we were here, we, we were near Masjid al-Khayf, near the first Jamara. This was the early days of Islam, before Hijrat. Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came towards us. He was mounted on a camel. Zaid bin Harisa radiallahu ta'ala was sharing the camel with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Nabi Ibaq gave us the Dawud of Islam. He says amongst us from the Banu Abs tribe was Maysara bin Masruq al-Absi. He was very impressed by the Dawud of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa In fact, he said, Ahlifu billah, layadharanna amruhu hatta yablugha kulla mablagh. He told his people, I take qasam on Allah. This man's speech is so impressive. That his religion will become dominant and it will reach the four corners of the world. Let us follow him. Our people said, listen, we came for Hajj now. Let us finish what we came for. We'll consider his matter. We'll see about it. In other words, delay. Delay. Masruq, Maysara. Listen to his people. But on the way back, the journey back to Banu Abs, they passed by Fidak. So he told his people that in Fidak they are the Jews. Let us go to them and ask them about this person. Is he a true Nabi of Allah or not? Nusailuhum. 
So they went to the Jews. The Jews brought their scriptures. And in their scriptures was the description of the last prophet. And Nabiul Ummi al Arabi, Yarkabul Jamal, Yajtazi Ubil Kisra, Ubil Kasara, Laysa Bil Tawil, Wala Bil Kasir, Wala Bil Jad, Wala Bil Sab, Fiaini, Fiainihi Humra, Musharrabul Loan. This much they read. What was the translation of this? That the last prophet will be from amongst the Arabs. He will be unlettered. You will find him mounted on a camel. He will suffice with very little of the means of this world. He will not be too tall nor too short. He will be of moderate height. His hair will not be very curly, will not be straight. It will be between the two. In the white of his eyes, you will see red lines. His complexion will be fair and luminous and there will be a tinge of redness. This much they read and they realized that this was the exact physical description of the person that had given them Dawah. So Maysara said to his people, what doubt can there be now? This is definitely the Nabi of Allah. Let us go back to him and accept Islam. Let us go back to him and become his followers. Let us go back to him and help him in his message of Dawah and Tabliq. Allahu Akbar, shaitan comes into the occasion. What is what shaitan says in the voice of his people? Listen, Maysara, what you're saying is okay, but we're going back now. Let's go back, we'll see next year. Sofa, delay. Time, we think, is an expendable commodity. They went back. They got involved in other issues. The years passed. Each time Maysara made intention, some obstacle. Then another obstacle, then another obstacle. What happens? Allah's Rasul makes hijrah. Then finally Maysara meets Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on the year of his farewell hajj. Tenth year of, of, tenth year of Medina Munawwara, tenth year of hijrah. The last year of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Maysara meets Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he asks him, do you remember me? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, yes, I remember you. And he relates to him the incident. Maysara accepts Islam in the hands of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and then what does he say? The harms of delay, the harms of delay, the harms of delay. Listen with the ears of Iman. An aqad maata aamatun nafar alladhi kana ma'i. Ya Rasulullah, my people for the Banu Abs that were with me when you first gave us the Dawat of Islam, most of them in the intervening years despite having this intention to come to you and accept Islam, they passed away. They passed away. Aina madkhaluhum. Ya Rasulullah, where are they now? They passed away. They lost the opportunity. They let the time slip by. Where are they now? Allahu Akbar. فَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مَنْ مَاتَ عَلَىٰ غَيْرِ دِينِ الْإِسْلَامِ فَهُوَ فِي النَّارِ This is Allah's sunnah and it will not change. The one who died on any religion besides Islam, فَهُوَ فِي النَّارِ They are in Jahannam forever and ever. How do you quantify that loss? How do you quantify that delay? How do you justify that delay? This is why ulama have written, Ahlu Taswif, Akhtaru Ahlin Nar, Ahlu Taswif. They say majority of the residents of Jahannam will not be the people who just openly challenged Allah. No. Ahlu Taswif, it will be those who delayed, those who failed to realize the value of time. New Year, whether solar calendar, December, January, whether Islamic calendar, Muharram, New Year is not a celebration, New Year is a wake up call. 
New year is a time of reflection. New year is a time to take audit of the past year. New year is to rejuvenate our intentions for the new year. New year is not is a time to make our minds up. Make our minds up of the reality of mortal and death that there is no cause for delay. Inna lanaf come to complete that poem which I mentioned earlier. Inna lanafrahu bil ayami naktauha wa kulla yomim mada yudni min al ajali. The poet says you are celebrating the passage of time, yet every passing day is taking you closer to your ajal, to your mort, to your death. فَأَمَلْ لِنَفْسِكَ قَبْلَ الْمَوْتِ مُجْتَهِدًا So he says, quickly, quickly, without delay, start doing a'mal, start preparing. فَأَمَلْ لِنَفْسِكَ قَبْلَ الْمَوْتِ Before moth, mujtahidan. Why? فَإِنَّمَا الرِّبْحُ وَالْخُسْرَانُ فِي الْعَمَلِ Because true profit and loss is not the size of your bank balance. It's not the wealth that you have amassed, which in most instances you won't even have the courage to spend, you'll leave it behind. No. True profit and loss is your a'mal, is the actions is the preparation that you have made for your qabr, the preparation that you have made for the day when you are going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَإِنَّمَا الرِّبْحُ وَالْخُسْرَانُ فِي الْعَمَلِ نُجَدِّدْ سُرُورًا بِالْهِلَالِ إِذَا بَدَى He says every time a new year comes, you start celebrating again. But realize please, realize please, وَمَا هِيَ إِلَّا السَّيْفُ لِلْحَتْفِ يَنْتَضِي That new year, that first of January, that first of Muharram, all it constitutes is a sword. That has slashed away one year of your life which you are never ever getting back. So one have hasrat, regret over the way, manner in which you wasted the past year and learn from that regret. Learn from that regret. Allah give us tawfiq wa khudah.